face. Just all over, well, wherever. That's where, you know, like when you eat pie and it's got too much Cool Whip on it, it mm-hmm. gets all over your face. That's what we were talking That's about. That's exactly what we were talking about. Because it's Christmas time. That's right. And what says Christmas more than pie? <laughs> um, Literally probably everything, everything else about else? Christmas. Like yeah. Santa, reindeer, jingle bells, Just even, even red and green say more about Christmas than pie. Is there a red and green p- pie? I don't know. I like feel like fruitcake has the cherry, colored like cherry portion kiwi of your desserts pie? taking care of cherry kiwi pie. Gross. Oh, like a strawberry kiwi pie would be really good. Oh, okay. Why is cherry and kiwi a bad combination? I don't know. I've just decided that in my head. Well, they are both tart. Yeah. Right? Are kiwis tart? It's been a while. They're kind of sweet. I don't know. I just, I'm just like, those are from space. Those are the fruit that are from space. This is, this is my history with kiwis. Uh, <laughs> my mother would make this fruit pizza all the time. It was like her go-to, like potluck dish, one of them. Yeah. Where it's like Pillsbury sugar cookie dough, and you put it out on the aluminum, you know, pizza dough, pizza pan. Mm-hmm. And then the frosting is so good, or the sauce. It's marshmallow fluff and cream cheese mixed oh, together. Wow. So fucking good. And she only put three fruits on hers for the most part. It would always be pineapple, mandarin oranges, and kiwi. And my history with kiwi is, I don't know why, I just didn't eat that. <laughs> there was no reason behind it. I don't know. Like, it's looking like, back, I don't, I don't know if I didn't like it. But it now, just looked weird? I think so. Maybe, I, yeah. I think they, they, maybe they didn't hold up as well. Sure. Because they were the only, they were the only fresh fruit that was going on there, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Everything, Everything else came from a syrup in a can. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I should revisit the kiwi and see if I enjoy it. Maybe you should. I don't know. Or maybe you should just say, you know what? I'm fine. And I don't have to revisit that. But you have to peel a kiwi, right? You don't Yeah, eat the I wouldn't eat the furry outside. That also sounds like we were talking about something that else. It's like a lot of work. Yeah. Like, do they make millennial-made kiwi that's, like, pre-peeled? Yeah, I'm sure it's in the uh, prepared food tank. Like, it's in the It's section. in a compostable bag. That's right. Eco-conscious it's kiwi. Ready to eat kiwi. <laughs> I feel like that one of those kitchen stores has already have like a, a zucchini peeler or a, a, a kiwi peeler. Oh, oh, hey Derek. Yeah, what's do up? Do you want to get crap? Oh yeah, we should do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything. Either, that's okay. You can just Christmas. put it right in. That Christmas track. All right. That's how that's going All right. So I have a few things to discuss before I tell you about Vegas sure. two point I uh. Before we even set up, but I didn't manage to do that. That's so, okay. You know. I guess we all have to accept it now. We all have to accept it based on what I saw on Instagram. And I don't know why it's affecting me so personally or why I'm still so upset about this. But it seems like Chris Pratt and his new girlfriend are going full force. And it just... Yeah, there was a... What was it? People Magazine or The Star or some bullshit. I don't know. Some sort of drugstore publication Yeah, said they're getting engaged. Well, I don't know if that's, they might be, but all I know is that he like posted like a bunch of pictures of her and how great everything's going. And it just, it's not like, I mean, I don't know what Anna Ferris is feeling or going through, but I'm just like, her public persona is just so sugary Mm -hmm. that it's like you divorced Mother Teresa (laughs) and like you moved on. Like, How do you move on to somebody else? I don't know. I'm really not sure. What do you think she's like behind closed doors? I'm not sure, but according also to one of these publications (laughs) that are completely fake, her and Nicole Kidman are just wasting away. They were spotted on beaches. Oh, 
Just skin and bones. Just skin and bones. Skin and bones. <laughs> it must be nice to just be right. skin and bones. I would love to have a picture taken of me and someone go, God, Adam, eat a cheeseburger instead yeah. of going, they're just, order the salad. They're like, are you sure you're okay, Derek? <laughs> you know, I don't think you should be in shorts anymore. I think that maybe you should go ahead and get the 16-inch uh, Jimmy John's kiss. <laughs> okay, so, and then I want to give you uh, something that I wanted to steal from someone. Nathan and I went to this uh, very nice Christmas party last weekend, and... This guy had a vest, <coughs> excuse me, and he was, um, his fiance was talking to us and she goes, she goes, oh, we had a query because I, they had a, okay, so there's two things. There was this stuffed animal. Get it together. <laughs> yeah. There was this stuffed animal outside one of the rooms of like a Lion King figure. Okay. Like Mufasa or Simba, but he had a brown mane. And so I look over at Nathan and I was just like, is that Simba or Mufasa? I, for the life of me, cannot remember. I know one of them had a red mane and one of them had a brown mane. I don't know who it is. So at this very nice Christmas party full of, like, lawyers and politicians, like, some people that work for John Kasich were there. I'm, like, going around asking people, do you remember if uh, Mufasa or Simba had a red or brown mane? The question went over, actually, pretty well. Yeah, right. But the we couldn't figure it out, and then Nathan Googled it, and apparently they both had the same color mane. Like as a child, like as an adult, Simba's mane was red, and Mufasa's mane was red. Oh. So I don't know who that lion was. But later in the night, one of the people that I queried came up was talking, and his fiance said, asked her opinion about his vest because he was wearing like a pseudo puffy, like North Face like looking vest. And it was zipped. And she goes, mm-hmm. should his vest be zipped or should it not be zipped? He's very self-conscious about it because apparently his friends beforehand were giving him crap because he had zipped his vest up. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, I don't, I don't think it matters, yada, yada, yada. And he goes, man, my friends were just like, you don't zip a vest. And I looked at him and I said, then why does it have a zipper? <laughs> and he goes, I, I feel playing. like you're playing chess and I'm playing checkers. <laughs> and I never had any, like heard that That's before. And I was did, just yeah. like, I'm going to steal that. Mm-hmm. The next time somebody comes up with just like an ingenious idea and I'm going to be like, you are playing chess. <laughs> I'm playing checkers. Nice. Nice. So that, that's that's my takeaway. Also, the people we were at, very lovely home, great food, open bar. It was a great time. They had a book written by Ann Coulter. Wow. And I was just like, cool. Yeah. Great. I definitely wouldn't stay the night there. Awesome. Yeah. Um, now, okay, I wait. I want to ask this about, because you brought up the great and terrible Ann. That's mm-hmm. not even a good nickname for her. I'll come up with something later, whatever. But I have wondered, because I've seen a lot of younger, like, internet girls that are, like, blonde and of that same persuasion politically. And I just wonder if they fucking fed her after midnight and spilled water on her. And these other, like, little they blonde are, bitches yes. just popped off of her. Yes. They're, I like, think little that's... culturans. <laughs> like, gremlins, but you know, cult- we'll workshop it. I gremlins? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It all works. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, That's all I had on So, okay. So, I have a uh, an observation today. Uh-huh. Okay. So, the Grammy nominations came out, and people had, a, like, people, internet people, had a lot of mixed feelings about it. We're very upset because some very popular artists, like Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, like, a lot of people were snubbed in the major categories. Aw. Like, they didn't get these nominations, and how could they? They had these albums, and yada, yada, yada. And I just, the other day, it just literally popped in my head. And I was like, the same people who are upset 
about them not getting nominated for Grammys also feel like every fucking Marvel film needs to be nominated for every Oscar. <laughs> it's the same people. It's the same group, yeah. They just get snapped. Here's the deal. I get it. I, I mean, I don't really understand like what the Grammys criteria is because I can't... I don't have enough experience with music to judge it based on what the Grammy people probably do and how all that works. Sure. I don't follow it as like I follow acting awards and stuff like that. But just like Marvel movies, Beyonce will be just fine. It's not like <laughs> she's not winning Grammys and people are not going to her concerts right. or she's not gonna shitting disappear. a brick when she's like, I had a glass of water today. And yeah. everyone's like, guys, Beyonce drinks water. Yeah. Did you see it on Instagram? I saw it. It was on CNN. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she's going to be just <laughs> she's, she's doing fine. fine guys. Taylor Swift is going to be just fine. Man, I hope not. The Marvel Cinema <laughs> Universe will keep making movies despite never, ever going to win for Best Picture. Exactly. Yeah. Plus, I feel like they picked a perfect time to start kind of wrapping it up. Like, And if their value depreciated based on non-Grammy nominations, then I think that's the point an artist should get upset. If they're like, I did all this work and I'm not getting nominated for a Grammy, now tickets to my concert are $30 instead of 89 You know what? Everybody has to go through that like state fair circuit at some point in their life where they're... <laughs> I'm everyone, just kidding. Everyone really... loves to come back to like, let's bankrupt one of them. And then they like yeah. bootstraps and. Oh, cool. Can we bankrupt Taylor Swift? That sounds great because I fucking hate her already. Yeah, that would be really hard. And She's then... got so much money. Yeah. What what takes her out? Mm. See, now sex scandals don't do anything anymore. No. Um, Maybe abusing an animal. Oh, God. Or <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out something really terrible that would actually take. I mean, I have to, it has to be so extreme because oh, that's like, true. the shit that worked 20 years ago to like really take somebody down. Well, and maybe she disappear. just made a bad investment. I like that. And then, I like that. but I, I want it to be publicly humiliating. Too. That's pretty humiliating <sighs> because then she has no money and she's like, I can't do anything because I have no money. Mm-hmm. And she's like shaking a, Empty glass full of quarters. Yeah, on the but sidewalk. I want this to be like longer for her. I just want her out of the way for a lot longer. Not like Kesha, where she I'm just kind of went for her and not she, Beyonce. Where, yeah, I, I'll just say it. I like Beyonce better than Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift gets pregnant. That's what does it. And her oh, fans yeah. are just like, I'm not into this. I don't. Yeah, you, you can't. She just be a starts mom. writing children's albums. Yeah. no thanks. Reading story. I put out a book. I got so inspired by my little Peach or whatever the fuck she names her dumb kid. Peach Swift. Yep, Peach Swift. Uh, Something bad. It's no. gonna be terrible. All right. I'm not uh, making a prediction here. I'm just saying she sucks. And the the last random thing I have for us today before mm. I get full on into discussing my vacation mode is like I have a pitch for a re- a potential reboot. Slash spinoff of a TV show that I think has ended. Is Scandal over or is yes. ending? Uh, Scandal's last season was on Netflix. Okay, yeah. so here's my idea. Like five, ten years from now. If we have the same note, I'm going to laugh my ass off. Go ahead. Five, ten years from now, <laughs> we are going to... I, I want this show to pre- be pitched and premiered called... And it's a play on words. Scandal-less. And it's just, they all come back, but like nothing bad happens. There's no scandal. <laughs> it's, it's just, just a so, lot of like, it's just a well working political machine. Just... And while I, th- why I think this TV show would be a success is 
because if it's 10 years from now, I would hope that we have rebounded from all of the weird shit that's happening now <laughs> and people will actually get a lot of enjoyment out of watching politicians do exactly what they're supposed to do right. correctly mm -hmm. and without flaw or scandal. Yeah. Scandalous. Scandalous. I like it. I like it. I think it would be a great addition and to And Olivia's really, she, like, Olivia has a very, like, uh, you know, she's softened the edges. She's finally yeah. just, like, nurturing and cares about everybody. So it's a lot of that weird office cinematography. You know what I'm mm -hmm. talking about with the weird whatever. And then um, they're just, just kind of sitting around talking about feelings. And yeah. everything's very open or and like, not complicated you think at that, all. You think that, some, like, they're, <laughs> they're running late for a meeting and they, they, they're like, oh, my God, we're not going to make it. And then they get in the car and then the GPS says it's going to take them seven minutes. And they just go, oh, we have plenty of time. <laughs> Actually, you guys want to stop for a coffee? Yeah. Or like the power goes out and then they're like, oh, my God, the backup generator comes on. Like, and it's just oh, like, goodness. oh, this is fine. God, all the problems are just solving just themselves. Love the idea of like a setup and then the solution. And then before every commercial break, it's just you hear the whisper, scandalous. <laughs> It's perfect. I think it's pretty good. I'm going to be a millionaire. I like it. I like That's it my TV pitch for for the day. It's perfect. Have we talked about Christmas on the podcast before at all? Do you know? Um, I know that we did. We read a fan fiction. But like any Christmas traditions, we can rehash. Who cares? Do you have any Christmas traditions with your family growing up? I can't think of anything. We always ate um, Pillsbury orange cinnamon rolls in the morning. Mm-hmm. Those were those are fucking delicious, and I've done that with you. Oh yeah, they're very good. That's it, and we usually saw a movie. Mm -hmm. But my parents literally took it as a day to do nothing, right? And now that I have a a full time job for so long, I understand that that want of like, mm -hmm. it's my holiday. I don't want to go anywhere. Well, I feel like I kind of won the get out of family Christmas lottery this year because I did end up hosting Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Uh, for my parents and I really just the way everything's been going right now I want a four-day weekend to do absolutely nothing I'm so jealous it's it's all I want do you have Christmas Eve off yeah oh so lucky yeah must be nice it is super nice let me tell you how nice it is as a matter of fact I'll text you Christmas Eve and let you know how nice it is that I'll I'm just, still in pajamas I'll just flip your phone over and say fuck you <laughs> All right, so would you like to hear about my trip? Yeah, can we take a quick, quick yeah. break? Okay, cool. This has been scandalous. And we're back. Anyways. This episode was brought to you by Mexican Food, so you know what that means, listeners. Two breaks. Two breaks. <laughs> oh, we're sharing the bathroom? Three breaks. <laughs> there we go. Accurate. <laughs> you got to give a 15-minute... Yeah, we're not going to get into that. Anyways. <laughs> so I was, uh, I went to Vegas last month with Nathan for our little vacay. <clears throat> and I wrote down some, uh, memories aside from all the sightseeing we did and everything to start off on the uh, plane. Oh. On the ride there, I only have one note because the rest of it was pretty, uh, chill. I think we were probably only like 15 minutes into the flight. And I put, no, we were just boarding. That's right. Cause we were just sitting down 
and I put my arm down, and the person behind me had casually rested their foot on my armrest. Motherfucker. I know. And I was just like, I don't even understand why you would think that's a good idea, especially when you see somebody sitting in the seat. You're like, right. well, if my foot's here, I win. Plus, I feel like every time you are on a plane, now they announce that. Now, it is a full... It Whatever. is a full the flight. Full flight today, so some of you will be checking your bags. I mean, I feel like they go through that bullshit no matter what flight you're on. Yeah, exactly. Every single so flight I'm on is a fucking full flight. No indication that you can put your feet fucking anywhere on another seat. Except the floor. Yeah. Like the bus driver said, seat on seat, back on back, feet on floor. <laughs> what was your bus driver's name? Jody. <laughs> That's too fucking perfect. That's even better than anything I could have like made up. Can I tell you too? Because mine was mine was Becky. 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 Did she wear flannel? She did. She Jody did not wear flannel. She was a big fan of the dad sweaters. Right. Like the the polo dad sweaters would be like purple with like the green. What's the term for that? Like around the collar and around the sleeves. I don't accents. know where it's like the. <laughs> I know so much about fashion. <laughs> and That's so does Jody. Jody. And she has short hair. And it was curly up top. And she looked really mean. And she could be a little mean, but she was also kind of sweet. She just didn't have a lot of patience. Right. So she was just rough. Like the less kids on the bus, she was better. When it was like a full thing, she just didn't have time for that shit. Um, <laughs> I want, this is actually a Christmas memory. I remember this is, has nothing to do with Vegas, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, I will never forget literally feeling so fucking jealous of like every other kid on every other bus because Jody's present to us whenever, like, you know, the bus driver might give you a treat for yeah. something, were these, like, candy melt white chocolate suckers uh-huh. that was, like, a square with, like, a school bus on it and a stick. Wow. And then, like, you get to school and you see everyone getting off the bus with, like, Reese's cups and Hershey's bars and stuff like that. All these other bus drivers just going all fucking out. And I'm like, Jody. Way to drop the ball. <laughs> no, she went to Michael's and she got the uh, make your own chocolate set with the little. I don't want to eat. If I ate food from her house. You did. I am amazed I am you alive did. today. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just covered in cigarette oh, smoke. God, Jody. Oh, Jody, the bus driver. <laughs> My parents got her in trouble. I'm not surprised. Because um. I was one of the first kids on the bus and she would sometimes if I wasn't outside, she would just kind of slow down, not come to a complete stop Mm. and then speed off. Yeah. And so my parents had to call the school because she, the way the route worked is that she did like a loop. So she was close. She had multiple chances to stop for me and she wasn't stopping on the second pass. Oh. And so my parents had to call the school and be like, you have to go back and pick him up and also fucking come to a complete stop. Yeah. He's not going to be outside every day, especially if it's cold. No. I mean, especially where you lived because it was just wind and cold yeah. when you're standing out for that bus. And I'm like, no. So fuck that shit. <laughs> you were right. lucky 10 years before you were in school. You were just that kid freezing out fucking side. We didn't have like two hour delay for cold. Oh, no. That never fucking happened. <laughs> no. Well, your schools must have been nice then. What's up? Do your schools have like proper heating and air? I fucking hope so. Because that's lived. why our schools did that shit because there was no. <laughs> they just said. The no, high school no, I went to used to have boil advisories just, for the water. You know, they just um, <laughs> they just sent notes home to the, the parents that were just like, just pack extra socks and extra coats. It's going to it's be gonna cold. It's going to be cold. 
It's going to be But cool. they're going to fucking learn. That's what they're going to do. Did you see now, too? That we would all huddle in front of a trash fire in the gymnasium and learn that way. Did you see now, too, that they're doing, like, certain school districts are doing a thing where you get online work if it's a snow day? So you don't yeah. really miss school? And I'm like... Yeah, they're actually... Districts, I get torn about that because I never are, had to go extra days. Uh-huh. But... I know that some people have had to go, some kids have had to go extra days because of snow days, so it would be fucking annoying. Yeah. I guess it would just be an adjustment. I feel like if you started school and that's how it always was, you probably wouldn't wouldn't be bothered. I think the teachers hate it, and that's what the deal is. I know a lot of districts have changed to hours missed rather than days missed, Mm. which has been helpful with that. So that's why it's more, there aren't more on the like delay situation and early release rather than like a full on day. Mm hmm. So anyhow, anyway, so we were there um, Tuesday through oh, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, back to Vegas. We were there Tuesday <laughs> through Saturday. And uh, so it wasn't really crowded through the week, which was nice. And we stayed on Fremont Street downtown, which I didn't get to see last time. And that was really nice because oh. it's super fucking cheap. Every, like so in comparison, it's so fucking cheap. Um, some of the highlights of like the touristy shit we did, we ate at. We went twice, actually, because it was so good. In the Cosmopolitan Hotel, there is this uh, pop-up bakery or a, a, a tiny bakery called Milk Bar, which I don't know if you watch Chef's Table Nope. on Netflix. It's this famous baker called Christina Tossie. I'll take your word for it. Oh, my God. She has this thing called Crack Pie. And, like, you, I saw her make it, and it looked good, and everyone's just like, it's so fucking amazing. And I that's what happens when I watch the Food Network is whenever they revere what these chefs make, just with they're just like oh my god anything bobby flay makes is just so fucking delicious and they have a whole show devoted to like chefs trying to cook better than him and they rarely can i just go is the food really that good or is it just you patting your own fucking back yeah let me fucking tell you this crack Crack pie was all it was hyped up to be it was it was like this weird gooey corn like corn syrupy brown sugar mess and i don't really like pie crust that much and you can send all your hate mail you want to my email address i like cake over pie because i like sugar sure and i feel like pie is too well balanced (laughs) people love pie crust and i don't hate pie crust but i actually hate pie crust that end i usually take the end part off and give it to somebody else i do too because i don't i'm like i don't i'm not gonna eat that yeah this pie crust was fucking delicious was it every goddamn bite yeah and the other thing that she's famous for that we had was she takes cornflakes and she soaks them in milk, and then she makes ice cream out of that. Oh, wow. So it was cornflake ice cream. Wow. And it was so... Oh, my God. It was so good. <laughs> um, we had chips. Your with, excitement for like food yeah. is so unmatched. You, like, uh-huh. It's hilarious because you become the, like this 12-year-old child when you talk about it. I it's mean, like, look oh. at me. I like to eat. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, we had Gordon Ramsay's Fish and Chips. Oh, yeah. Which, that was our day of, like, we were consistently drinking that day. So, I don't really know that they were that amazing, but I was pretty buzzed, and it tasted. Because we did this, um, they have a Ferris wheel, like a giant, like, kind of like the London Eye type thing. Yeah. But we paid on Groupon, and it takes an hour to go around, and they give you an open bar in your pod. So wow. we were just like slamming like okay, the London Eye does not fucking have that. <laughs> we were... If they did, I was standing in the wrong goddamn line because uh, there was no. Open should bar. I check Groupon? I should... <laughs> I d- yeah, I didn't. Groupon to get your drink on. Right. Um, so we did that. We had a sprinkles cupcake, which was just a cupcake. I mean, mm-hmm. again, like she's on fucking cupcake wars, telling people their cupcakes are fucking awful and 
how dare you this and that and the other. It wasn't bad. So I guess that's the standard, right? With cupcakes, like it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was good. I there I'm was gonna be probably real. about three inches of icing on it. Uh huh. Which, like, I like icing, but usually it's like, oh my god, it's so much sugar. And I will say that it did not feel like I was eating a gallon of sugar. Like it wasn't like that super like you know Schuler's Bakery. Yeah confections where you're like oh my god this is just so much fucking sugar it did not feel like that at all oh that's good but it was still i was like this is just a cupcake but i my problem with like cupcakes trying to be perceived as superior somehow i'm like no that's the fucking go-to because you really can't fuck up a cupcake Mm -hmm. it's gonna be good it's a goddamn cupcake and i guess if you put baking soda instead of you know what i mean right just put the wrong ingredient that would fuck it up but i mean other than that salt instead of sugar yeah right um we did weird we went to the conservatory because the bellagio hotel does this thing where they have like it's a giant conservatory and it was their autumnal display and so Uh it was these giant they had these giant tigers made out of flowers and animatronic foxes and huge like 400 pound pumpkins it was that was really cool those were some of the things that i That I really, really enjoyed uh, from the trip. Oh, okay. So this, I'll tell my stories out of order because I'm just now fucking, I'm getting, remembering something that happened. So um, <laughs> we went to this, <laughs> I just I should be done with the food, even though we did eat this really fucking awesome tapas restaurant. Tapas restaurant. And, and I got, bake, I got bacon it. jam. Oh, wow. It was bacon jam with brie and toast points. And that's fucking weird. We had deviled eggs with caviar on them. Oh, and that's delicious. Um, this like mushroom pickled vegetable flatbread thing. Oh my god, truffle mac and cheese. I was like, mm. Mm, this is some fucking good shit. Okay, shut up. Wow. So one night we were there, we were we did a lot of things off Strip and off Fremont Street because Nathan found and this is a really cool website that you can use for traveling called Eater. Okay, and it's obviously specifically for restaurants and things to do. But what it does is you put in a location. And then the website has categories like places for brunch, fancy dinner, cheap eats. And brunch it lists <laughs> all these restaurants. Uh-huh. So we were able to find a bunch of restaurants that weren't just like in our hotel, you right. know, lobby or in the hotel lobbies and go to these really cool local places. Well, hey, we went to this, this gay bar um, <laughs> and they were doing trivia. So we got drinks and it was fine. The trivia was kind of hard. It was like Harry Potter trivia. But we didn't participate really in the trivia. We were just kind of hoping to get some ambiance. Well, they had a giant screen, and the Nintendo Switch was set up with Super Smash Brothers. Oh, nice. And I hadn't played that Super Smash Brothers yet, and I was super excited. Well, there was one guy that was just playing it all by himself, and he got up, and it was unattended for a while. So I went over, just grabbed a controller, started playing, and he comes down, and he sits, and he just looks at me. And I was just like, oh, I thought you were done playing. Like, I don't know why I didn't get defensive and just go, this is a fucking bar. It's a public place. Like, I can play this game and you just have to sit here and watch. Well, because you probably felt like you took the only thing he had going for his day. Because I did. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Because nobody was playing with him. Like, a whole other bar was happening and he was just sitting there doing that. So I was like, well, we can. Here, I I handed him the controller. I was like, we can just play together. It's fine. The the bro app calls those bro, right. bro gamers. So he piss he picks he pisses he picks um, <laughs> Toon Link and I'm excited because all of the new characters are unlocked and yeah. I and I'm like oh my god I can pick like a new character but I realize because of the vibe I'm getting from him that like he wants to actually fucking throw down 
Oh. So what do I do? I pick Pikachu. And you beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I had, <laughs> Damn it. I did. I did win. But, and I owned up to air quotes the fact that one of my kills was a cheap kill because oh. the game started and he wasn't exactly ready, but his character was just sitting there. Yeah. Well, so I just fucking destroyed him. Who cares? He was and then playing at you. He was, he was a really good player, but like I was playing cheap because I knew that's that how was, I was going to have to win. He's one of those guys that likes to figure out the moves. Right. No. Right. Yeah. Like he liked to, he liked to get your uh, uh, damage up by just doing like the, the B, oh, the B button attack. Yeah. And it's just like a constant barrage of that. And then he'll get you. So I was using like every item in my power and like jumping around and being evasive, but I ended up winning. So that was my takeaway. And I was like, why are you being so fucking possessive over Super Smash Brothers, man? Like, we're at a bar. We should be having fun. And for all you know, I could have been single and you could have hit on me. But you blew it. <laughs> you fucking blew it. And I you blew your, it on something that and you I could never have. kicked anyway. your ass with Pikachu. I mean, Boom. come on. Mic drop. Kill okay. shot. Yeah. Just so, drop the controller. And then they're like, wait a minute. You fucked up our controller. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go through some of my You're notes detained and see, in Vegas for and see what I switch. have. <laughs> That's your Vegas go to jail story: breaking a fucking switch. Uh, I broke a Nintendo Switch. They weren't very happy about it. <laughs> but I can't tell you all about it because you know cliche. What happens in Vegas? Right, is public record now because I was arrested. That's absolutely true. Um, <laughs> so I just have this written down: ugly Sandra Bernard was lurking me. <laughs> At one okay. point, at one point on Fremont Street in one of the hotels, there was this woman that looked like a raggedy ass, <laughs> ugly Sandra Bernard. Yeah. Sorry, I finally just got a face with the name. Okay. And yeah. I mean, she's got like the cigarette hanging out of her mouth with like Perfect. the twelve mile line of ash Shit. that somehow magically stays on. Another bus driver talent. I feel Shit, like. Shit, right? They well, that's to... my that's my grandmother's talent too. The whole, uh, they just, just, she holds that fucking thing and then she just flicks it at the end. That's it. And then stomps it out. Calls and then it it's a dead done. soldier and walks away. Well, she was kind of like there and like I would be at a machine and it wouldn't win. And then I noticed she was on that machine. And I all I could think about was Phoebe from the show Friends in Vegas when she's talking about lurking. <laughs> and I was like, let's just get away from these people. Yeah. So one morning we were at breakfast and we were at this really cute little restaurant. It was walking distance from our hotel and we ordered our food. We're sitting down and then there were so many conventions happening. There was like a pot convention and then there was like remodeling. Cause apparently Vegas is the convention capital of the world. Apparently. Yeah. Um, Oh, this... actually people that I work with were at a training the same week you were there. Yeah. Couldn't get in on that training. That kind of, oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. I'd have been like, blow everything off and hang out with us. 100% would have happened. They're like, okay, I just got to go in here and sign in on this stupid piece of paper. Because they're not keeping track of this shit. No. There's 900 people here sitting in these ugly fucking uncomfortable chairs. <laughs> With a world of fun happening when around When the PowerPoint you. goes up and the lights go down, that's when I fucking exit. Sorry, I have diarrhea, guys. I gotta go. I'm gonna I shit gotta... my pants. Sorry, bad shrimp, bad shrimp. <laughs> bad yeah, shrimp at run. Caesars. You know. You know it happens. Um, <laughs> so the, we're, the, the table next to me. us, this this person these two people sit down and the woman can only be described as and i want to preface this by saying i think the person i'm comparing her to is a badass she's an amazing individual she's done a lot of great things marcia clark oh, i love marcia and i feel like it's just a but it's marcia clark a la the oj simpson trial like that just to give you a visual pre-makeover okay just to give people a visual of what i'm what we're working with here okay sure. So the man she's with 
has this fucking like bullshit like back and forth with the waitress about what the difference because on their menu they had like plates and they had skillets and she goes well the skillet um i think it was like the skillet comes with potatoes the plate the just the if you order the skillet you get an egg what's mixed in and potatoes but if you order the omelet you just get the omelet and i think they do that probably because you probably get more eggs in in an actual omelet so it's more sure food whatever for whatever reason So they go back and forth and he doesn't quite understand what he's ordering. And she brings out the omelet and he goes, where are my potatoes? (laughs) Within the omelet. And then she's like, she's like, well, you order the omelet so you don't get a side of potatoes. I could put one in for you because I thought it came with potatoes. She goes, no, that's the skillet. And then she walks away. And then the woman that was with him, she only ordered toast and an egg. That was what she ordered. She's keen to well no toast no. and an egg. So she has her toast and egg, and he's she's on making the his way. Through, diet. Yeah, she's like making her. He's like making his way through his twenty egg omelet, uh-huh. and she decides that she wants more toast because she just kept fucking raving about the toast and how great it was. <laughs> and that is interestingly That's enough, awesome. I don't know what it was about that trip, but like every place we went had the best fucking toasted bread, and maybe it's because I buy the one dollar wheat loaf from Kroger. <laughs> Yeah, that really but is like your the problem. second like you get like brioche bread or like really cooked uh, bread, you're yeah. just like, oh my fucking, what is bread right now? I tell you what, I made um while my parents were visiting, I made like a, I took those pretzel buns and toasted them and then put cheese on them and put them in the broiler so it was a little crispy. Yeah, fucking amazing. I thought my parents were gonna move in. They're like, God, you just. You've been cooking. You cook. Yeah. Look like, at yeah, that yeah, fucking that... happens. I was like, when you leave, that shit ends because I don't like doing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Marsha decides that she wants to get more toast. Well, okay. At first, I left out that when she got when the toast was brought to her, she didn't think. No, no. This is. Yeah, this is the second time. So she orders her toast. Okay. She gets it up. The waitress brings it over and the woman looks at her and goes, is this wheat toast? Is this the wheat toast? Looks different than what I had before. And she goes, yeah, that's that's the wheat toast. That's what you had before. And she goes, okay, can I get some jam? And she goes, sure. So the woman comes back. And she brings she brings her jam. And she goes, uh, do you have strawberry? Where's the strawberry? I asked for strawberry. And the waitress is like, okay, I'll go get you some strawberry jam. And then she walks away. And, and the guy goes, she doesn't listen. Oh my god. And I was like, "Oh my wow. God. This is like this should be a show on the strip where it's like performance art where millennials have to watch baby boomers just be fucking rude." Yeah, no kidding. Like I feel like I would be entertained by that. I would be 100% you, you could like by that. yell out at the people like this is actually how you behave in a social situation. Yeah. And so that waitress definitely was sending other people back to the table for the rest of the I would have too. Interaction I like, like you know, I'm just not going to deal with these these assholes. I'm not going to get tipped anyway, so fuck it. Um so as a all... matter of fact, I will give you my last tip <laughs> to take care of this asshole. Uh naturally in Vegas I spent a lot of time in public restrooms. Oh. You know, hotels, you know, okay. casinos, and everything like sure. that. And I had, I had an idea. I wanted to come up with an app. Can I tell you my idea and cut you off completely? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I wanted to come up. Sure. With- <laughs> I wanted to come up with an app where people can basically yelp about the public restrooms, so that like you can get on that app. And if you're in a city you don't know, you know, a clean place to go take a shit. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, it would and that work. Could that would work in tandem with my suggestion? Okay, I want to hear it. 
Every public toilet should have free Wi-Fi. Yeah. Separate from whatever fucking building you're in, it should be free free Wi-Fi. Maybe like you're sitting on the 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 toilet you look close the door and on the stall door is the password to the wi-fi perfect because what am i gonna fucking when i'm shitting in a public toilet what am i gonna do just you know, poop you're gonna no you're gonna squat and surf that's what you're gonna do so this segues into my next my, my query for you <laughs> okay okay you're in a public toilet okay okay you're in the stall doing your biz okay you sneeze my, my second yeah oh biz. yeah you're in the stall okay I'm in the stall. Yeah, you're in the right. stall. That implies that you're doing it well, too. Yes, it does. It does. Okay. You're not at the urinal. You're in a stall. Okay. I just mean that there's other things that you could do in a stall that really you could go to jail for. I guess that's true. Yeah. And that's a um, business to some people. <laughs> I'm not going to minimize their work. Okay. So <laughs> you're in the Sorry. stall. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You sneeze. Okay. Somebody in the bathroom says, God bless you. Do you say thank you? No. I pretend my headphones are in. I did not say thank you. And I got called an asshole. Really? For not saying thank no you. No way. Said this guy was like, this asshole doesn't even say thank you. And I literally, I almost said, I'm shitting. I don't want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. And I don't, I, Nathan said that he would say, he would say thank you. Really? And I was like, but I'm pooping. Yeah. I don't want to talk to people when I'm doing that. I've had people try to talk to me while I'm at the urinal, and I fucking hate that. I don't want to make urinal chit-chat. I just don't. I do my thing, wash my hands, go to my fucking desk. <sighs> That's what I do. So I don't know. I don't know if you say thank you or not. I didn't I say don't. thank you. Um, I my like, favorite, I'm out of here. somebody doing their business in a public restroom, they were not kidding, listening to Prince as loud as they could while they're... And it was like, trying to drown you out know what? Noise. You are living your life, and that's good for you. That's what it sounds like when doves cry. <laughs> a toilet being destroyed. It really does. Um, okay, so the you know the highlight of the trip. Oh yeah, go the ahead. thing, the end all. To Sorry, be I all. was actually. <laughs> go, I was no, going to say, it. oh, environmental services are working overtime when doves cry. <laughs> I don't know. That's bad. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I got to see Cher in concert. It was lit. It was everything I thought it would be, and more. She put on a really great show. She sang mm-hmm. a bunch of bangers. She does the thing where she um, did she do just like just James? No, um, I don't. No, she did not do that one. God damn it! She uh, came out, did like two songs, and then goes backstage to change. Comes out, and then she talked to the audience for like. Maybe 30 minutes. Oh, wow. And she told, like, anecdotes and stories. And she talked about something. And I knew part of the story, but I didn't know the full story. She talked about her appear- her one of her famous appearances on David Letterman, mm-hmm. where she called him an asshole. Yeah. Um, she said that she was, like, telling the story. And then she goes on this rant. And she says something like, so I had this uh, friend who had recently been out of jail and a lot of people weren't associating with him, but he was running this hotel and I thought it's fine. So I was staying at his hotel for a little bit and then I ran up this bill and I owed him $22,000. Wow. And then she goes, and now I'm going to stop the story and say something that's not going to make any sense right now. She walks over to a different side on the stage and she goes, I told myself I would never, ever, ever do David Letterman. (laughs) And then she comes the David Letterman show. And then she goes back to that spot and she goes, 
So the people from David Letterman's office call me and they say they want me to do the show. And I say, I sure will for $22,000. And they said, no, nah, we don't really do that. And she goes, well, then neither do I. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then apparently they called her back and said, fine. So she got paid $22,000 to go on David Letterman and still called him an asshole. Wow. She's a badass. I was like. She's one of the first people I followed on Twitter just because her tweets are so fucking weird and amusing and funny. Oh, she definitely, she talked pretty normal, but like, I feel like it was because she was during a show because still at this age, I, when I see her in interviews, it just, I feel like, I think she's just thinking too much about what she's going to say. And then she gets lost in thought and she right. just looks kind of dazed a little bit. Like I am saying words about things this is every I, thought I, is I, out loud eventually i will get there um but it started late no surprise i mean you know yeah right it was like maybe 30 35 40 minutes late not that big sure. a deal it was about a two-hour show though once she got going yeah so it was a pretty long concert the woman the couple sitting next to nathan the woman sitting next to nathan and we were in some tiny fucking seats the theater was they were i mean we were taught um you know and i'm a large person and so is nathan so it was real exciting it's just like we're like weird fleshy legos right now it's um <laughs> yeah the woman next to nathan is apparently having like a shit fit because the concert is starting late and i'm like mm -hmm. first off who are you seeing second almost every concert i've been to has started just a little bit late yeah and it's fucking share like i did not expect to sit down my ass in the seat and then the show to be on time. Right. By any by any leg of the imagination. So Nathan goes, I don't know why she's complaining. She literally has talked about how this is her third night in a row at the show. <gasps> Are you serious? And I was just like, listen. What's her fucking husband I, do for a living? Well, it's I mean her <laughs> tickets weren't that expensive. Nazzle. But um first off, if it's your third night in a row, she started she didn't start late any of the other nights. Right. I don't believe that. that and second know. It's it's well public knowledge that I that I love Cher and that I was so fucking excited about getting to see her that I cried when I bought my tickets. It was a whole thing. I don't. She's coming to Columbus in February. I don't need to see it. You're right. I've seen it. I've seen it. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm fine, fine. fine. Check that off the list. It's done. She's gonna sing some ABBA songs. She did that at that concert. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, don't need it. If I could go for 20 bucks, sure. But I'm, I'm not paying what I paid again to see probably the yeah, same show. It's so probably, uh, probably on a smaller scale, though. Yeah. I oh, for sure. So the next, the people sitting next to me, I was talking to them for a little bit. They were from England. Oh, cool. And she said, the, the woman I was talking to said, she was just like, yeah, when we found out they were touring, we bought our tickets to the show before we even had flights or a hotel booked. Holy shit. And she said like, something dedication. actually pretty, like, kind of funny, but like, I was like, yeah. She goes, we just figured at her age, you never know when she's just going to be like, I'm too tired. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. Or like, when am I going to get the chance? Yeah. And I was like, that's a really good point. So um, I wasn't really on my phone too much during the concert. I took a couple pictures. But people, the mood changed palpably mm -hmm. when she came out in the turn back time outfit and that song started oh yeah it was like so many cell phones went up people went fucking nuts that's when hilarious. that came on and i was just like get it i mean that's I was, just a favorite uh, yeah. it's still a favorite of mine i mean it's a really goddamn good song 
So that's those are my takeaways from the share concert. It well, was a great time. I was great grateful I'm I got glad to you see got it. To go. I know. I was yeah. just like check that really off my list. And the souvenir I got was a coffee mug. I saw it. Because the concert tees were fine, and I was just like, I don't really want to buy a t-shirt right now because if I wear it, I'll get it dirty. Right. That's what happened with almost every fucking concert now, tee were I most have. of them like white? Uh, so most of them were. And then they had a hoodie, but like it just said like share, tour, park theater. Like it just was pretty plain, and I was just like, I don't mm. want to pay $80 for that. So no. it was like I got like a, I think it was like a $15 mug. I was like, I'll take a mug. It's fine. Yeah. And it's got her album co- her new album cover on it, so I'm excited about it. That's cool. So that's the share concert. Um, the other highlights I have written down here are we were at the Palms Hotel because we went and saw a movie mm-hmm. one day and we're walking around the casino and then all of a sudden this alarm goes off and this voice comes over the PA that just says, uh, do not use the elevators. They have been disabled. Do not use the elevators. They have been disabled. Oh, wow. Wow. And it was under construction. They were doing something sure. in there. No one fucking reacted to this. <laughs> Except for you. You were in like a half panic. Well, I went, it wasn't in a half panic. I just had a heightened sense of like, why is no one reacting? This is really weird. And it was actually kind of funny because I was like, Nathan, we should just cash out and get out of here. And we had one of those vouchers uh-huh. and he puts it in the machine and we collect the 10 cents we won or had left over. But, like, no employees, and I was just like, I told him, I said, I don't want to panic because no one seems faced by this. But I said, but I also don't want to be in, in here anymore. Let's just go outside. Let's just get outside, you know, as quickly but casually as we can. Right. Because I just. In case there was a fire or something. Right. Or that, yeah. Just yeah, anything's fucking you. happening and someone's telling me I can't use the elevator. Who the fuck's on what floor? What don't you want to get to me? Yeah, right. So I was like, I'm just going to go outside. We're just going to go outside. Everything's oh, gonna be fine. Okay, yeah, I caught up. I'm sorry. Because at first I was like, <coughs> "Yeah, of course, no one cared, Adam. It's fine." No. Yeah, I get it. In my now. mind, I was just like, I, was I like, just. Oh, there could have been something very, very fucking wrong there. Right. Okay. And no one was Damn. reacting, so I was just like, "Okay." Did Nathan prob- think what I was thinking? Where it's like, no, oh, yeah, he had the fine. same thing. He was like, "This is really weird that no one's reacting," and he was just like, "Yeah, let's just leave." Like okay. we stayed very calm and collected about it, but it was just a co- like two of us were just like, "Let's just not be Got in here this. anymore." Let's go. Yeah, because I was like, I don't want to be somewhere where if Some this shit is if an now. alarm goes off, this is how people are conditioned to react. Yeah, I'm not into that. I'm not. I'm not here for that. No, I'm here for like <laughs> an alarm goes off, and everyone goes, oh, "What do I need? Where are my instructions?" Yeah, right. But also trying to find a fucking exit in a casino during an alarm no. situation would be. Oh my god, it's miserable. There's flashing lights everywhere. You can't look for the red. There's exit no sign direct line. You have nothing. There's no direct route to anything no um on fremont street they had the abc stores which were all over hawaii they're like little convenience stores so i was like oh that's oh, kind of cool okay yeah yeah yeah. uh we went into one and i saw what can only be described as a man possibly touching himself to the woman on the box of chocolates oh my god it just looked like he was in that aisle really enjoying what he was looking at and <laughs> it's i the ABCs of thought sexual, i might have uh, seen a little motion happening <laughs> And it's I was like, just like, oh. anything will do. <laughs> I, I mean, if the mood strikes, I guess. I'm sorry. That's great. And I was like, I mean, that's not that? even like the bra section of a Sears catalog. No. I'm sorry. JC Penney's catalog. Sears catalogs like hardware. <laughs> That'd be super weird. <laughs> 
Um, this, this next one, I don't really know why I have it written down. I don't remember the context. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to read it. Sure. Breast milk, white Russian. Nope. Hard fucking pass. No. Nope. I really wish I knew why I wrote that don't, down. I do want to know why, but also like I'm, I'm glad we don't have any more information. Okay. <laughs> just leave it at that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> why did I think about I that? I don't know, but it's... I usually write a little context to help jog my memory and I got nothing. I must have been real drunk. You saw something, On so you thought white you'd say something and it's just, oh no. Um, okay. I like the antibodies. That was, uh, that was bad. So one night at the, we were at the hotel pretty late and we hadn't had a chance to get dinner. We were like, let's just get something delivered to the room. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want Chinese food. So I was like, okay. So I call the front desk. You know. <laughs> Yes. And then I get somebody on the front desk and I just say, hi, um, can you give me a list of Chinese restaurants in the area that deliver to the room? And he goes, well, you could just Google it. That's what I'm going to do. Good for him. And good for him. (laughs) Fuck that asshole. You're literally a concierge at a a hotel. Like, come on. He's just trying to save you a stop, man. Right. So then I said, well, could you give me suggestions of one in the area? And he goes, well, I don't want to give you a suggestion because what if you don't like it? Well, who gives a shit about that? And I was like, is that on you then? Yeah. Like, would I call down to the front desk and say, I want reimbursed for a meal you didn't supply because somebody told me to go to this restaurant? (laughs) Adam, you just Google it. Excuse me, sir. I want my $20 back from the slot machine because I didn't win. And your employee told me to sit here. Right. The fuck kind of logic is that? I have no idea. So I get really pissed. I was like, at first I was like, what kind of an asshole can't even fucking tell me what Chinese restaurant. And then I had a a moment of clarity when I realized these hotels are so massive that I was probably speaking to a customer service rep in an office building that has no fucking clue what's going on in the actual hotel. Because when we got downstairs in the lobby the next day. And this wasn't our first night there, but we just hadn't explored our whole hotel. You know what I saw? One person. A goddamn Chinese restaurant. (laughs) He didn't even suggest the Chinese restaurant in his own hotel. hotel. So you know he didn't work out. No. (laughs) Probably never even fucking been there. (laughs) He's like, man, I'm in fucking Wisconsin. I don't know what you're doing. I'm here to help you with things like fixing the fucking TV. I have to put in an order request to have somebody in the actual building do whatever it is you fucking ask me to do. It's going to be 24 to 48 hours. Oh my, I was just like, Nathan, there's a Chinese restaurant in our hotel. That's hilarious. And he didn't even suggest that one. <laughs> Thanks, Billy from Wisconsin. <sighs> so to wrap up the trip. Okay. Another airport story of leaving. Go ahead. We're, we get up to security. And we got separated because we went in different lines, whatever. Well, there was a married couple in front of me as they were waiting to do like the initial check your board pass, you know, scan your ticket kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I, they had gotten separated and I realized they'd gotten separated because the wife was in front of me and then I went in the line and the husband was walking up. There was nobody else behind me. So as a courtesy, I take a pretty, I give myself enough space to kind of make it implied like, you can stand in front of me. Yeah. And this guy goes, that's my wife. And I was like, yeah, you can stand in front of me. I don't care. We're all going the same place. Right. Like I calm the fuck. What will happen if your wife's here? I'm here and you're three feet away. 
behind me. So many things are going to happen. He's really what could happen to your wife. Well, then as we're going through security, there's a guy in front of me, a younger guy, probably in his late 20s, just like me, that had a cane. Like a cane. And I was thinking to myself the whole time, I was just like, every time, oh, this was funny. Every time I saw somebody on crutches, on a scooter, or anything with a walking pen, I looked at Nathan and said, hey, look, could have been me. (laughs) That could have been me. It's this Absolutely could have been true. us. Yeah. And he's like, I'm so grateful it's not us. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm like, grateful too because oh, that yeah. would have been terrible. I would have probably been like, this is the worst. Yeah. We did so much walking. I mean, my ankle doesn't really swell so much anymore, but it got pretty swole the couple days. Got swole. You got like real at the swole. gym. Got real. Yeah. yeah, it looked like I had a fucking ass. Dude, I got there. fucking fucking swole. Yeah, I've got In thick my ankle. ankles. I've been I got... fucking working my ankles, bro. Yeah. Like some Dude, people avoid bro. cankles, but I was like, give me the thickest ankles you've got. <laughs> give me them thick ankles. I wanted to look like a fucking orchard down there. Oh my god. Oh my god. So here we go. You what? work your ankles so you get them thick and you call them thankles. You're like, I don't have cankles. I have thankles. They're intentional. I'm thankful for them. (laughs) I'm thankful for my thankles. They're thick. Thick. Yeah. Thick thankles, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I need to quit talking like that. I sound like a complete (laughs) dipshit. Okay. So this guy with the cane. We're not laughing. Going no, not a game. We're laughing about thankles. So he starts going. The TSA agent starts going through all the minutia with him about how he was like. um, He asked him, "Can you stand without it? Can you walk without it? Mm -hmm. We can provide you one to go through X-ray if you need it, but like to go through the machine. But like your cane itself has Has to to go through the X-ray. Yeah. And he goes, they go has to collapse to the size to fit in the bin, and then go through the X-ray. And the guy goes, it doesn't get any smaller. Mm-hmm. And the TSA agent is like, well, it has to go through or it cannot come on the flight. It cannot come through yeah. because it doesn't get any smaller. And I look kind of nonchalantly and the TSA agent looks and goes, well, there's these, it's adjustable you here. Just pop those things and then you just. And he goes, and if you want, he was being really nice. He was like, if you want, we could mark it with some tape so we know exactly where it needs to be. And then we can just put it through the machine and uh, so they, they figured it all out. But the the wife, this this wife, that's my wife. Mm-hmm. She goes, what's the big deal with this cane? Well, because understand. they're hollow and you can put drugs on it. Right. And then I, so I, it's like if I weren't in an airport in that moment, I'd be like, um, canes can be guns. Canes yeah. can be knives. Canes can have drugs. Are you a fucking idiot? Yeah, she is. Like, yeah, she is a fucking idiot because. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like a lot of times Vegas is uh, the. The first time somebody's left town. I'm not talking state. I'm left left fucking town. Yeah, and they just don't know how and things work. They just work. don't know anything. Yeah. So, so they think they just get on the plane and just pick a fucking seat. Um, we go through we go through the X ray scanner, all that, all that stuff. They get it all figured out, and then <laughs> literally this fucking that's my wife. She starts <laughs> she starts having a goddamn conniption shit fit. Because she can't find her laptop. Honey, 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 where's my laptop? Where's my laptop? I can't find my laptop. Honey, honey, where's my laptop? Where's my laptop? And he just goes, it's in the bin right there. And I almost looked at her again and said, do you think that these TSA agents have somehow found a way in the 30 seconds you were your laptop was unattended to steal it from you and then hide it somewhere because they have nowhere to hide anything. 
And that's the kind of operation they're running. And they wanted your laptop, not yours and your husband's laptop. They just wanted yours. Just yours. She was freaking they, out she so knew, bad. There were so many dick pics on there that she did not want her husband to find out about. She's freaking out so goddamn bad about <laughs> that laptop that I was just like, I'm like, if you were my wife. It reminds wife, me of that sketch, like, I don't want my identity to be thieved. <laughs> I'm like, let's just flash back to the 1950s, because if you were a wife doing that in the 1950s, you'd get a stern talking to. And by stern talking to, I mean a slap, slap. across the face. It, right. Wow. And then followed up with a woman, you're being hysterical. <laughs> I think you need to take the pills the doctor gave you and go lay down <laughs> after dinner. <laughs> honey, I wanted honey, to do this. Where's in- my laptop? Where's my laptop? It's right there in the bin. I wanted to do this entire episode in a mid Atlantic accent, but that just didn't pan out. I was trying it in the car and it was just, it wasn't working. So that's my uh, Vegas 2.0. I saw a lot more of it. Great. Did a lot of different things. It sounds like you had a really good time. It was a really, and it definitely after, um, it, it was one of those vacations that felt super earned. I mean, you know, I keep talking about how like I broke my leg and, you know, yeah, me, lots of people have, about it. but <laughs> <laughs> such a big thing that happened for me this year. Yeah. No, but it just felt like, and it like taking the break time off work. This was like a real, it was a really good refresh. Like good. restart, good, relaxing, fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, I mean, it's always nice, like, especially when you have a sort of struggling time period to just walk the fuck away from everything you have going on and yeah. just be able to actually enjoy something. Yeah, and so I did like I did I'm like the truest it. form of vacation where it was just like kind of spend with no. I mean, I had obviously I had budgeted money, but it's like sure. it didn't. It just didn't say no. Right. Like, it wasn't like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to fucking do it. Like, yeah. That's what you have to do sometimes. We're here. We're having fun. Yeah. We're going to have a ball. I'm going to eat bacon jam. Fuck yeah. That sounds weird. It was weird. I mean, I'd, I'll never get You'll the never opportunity. You'll never experience bacon just, jam. I, I'm I kind of okay with strawberry. it. I asked for strawberry. Strawberry bacon jam. But that might be fucking delicious. Because <laughs> you know that, like, apple bacon jam is probably pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. Anything salty anyway. sweet. Okay. So, because Mexican food, we have to take a second break. Scandalous. <laughs> That's my wife. Scandalous. <laughs> That's funny. Me me settling that scandal is going, yeah, okay. Yeah. Is it? It's not really a problem. Really? Present your papers, sir. That's my wife. I'm going to need to see a marriage license. This glass Possibly is gold. a guest book. This glass is very is it, gold. Is it gold? Um. So I wrote this on what turns out to be a toxic combination of cold medicine and Red Bull. Okay. Um, Mixed together? Well, it wasn't intentional. And I said, Benadryl? Are those two ingredients of syrup? (laughs) (laughs) What? Isn't that a thing? Or is that orange soda and codeine? (laughs) Wow. I don't know. I don't know what syrup is. I don't understand your millennial drug culture. It's weird. Keep it away from Little me. Lil Wayne drinks it. Just, it's fine. Of course he does. <laughs> Whatever happened to Lil Wayne? Never. Stop. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> I will be Googling that later. <laughs> Whatever What's happened Lil- to Lil Wayne? Right. <laughs> um, so we're going to take a minute to pause because I'm going to include some nice background Christmas music. Okay. And a like fireplace Crackling. crackling sound as I read this to you. This... I'm sipping eggnog as we speak. (laughs) Stirring it with a cinnamon stick. He's wearing a turtleneck under a sweater. 
And then he has his gold necklace that he got for Christmas last year hanging over the top of the turtleneck. <laughs> we have cinnamon-scented pine cones and gingerbread cookies that have been iced. <laughs> and we're all just hunkered down by the fire, ready, ready for a story. We've bought a package of candy canes that no one's going to eat. No one. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I had that thought today. Eat candy canes. Eat candy canes. They've tried to do flavors. They've tried to do all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, I'm not fucking taking on that task. You, I don't want a fucking candy cane. But you know what's so interesting about that is, is I feel like I don't want to eat a candy cane, but give me those 10 cent fucking sticks from Cracker Barrel any day of the week. Right. Is it the hook that makes me go, I'm not, I, it's too it's much a, work. It's a lot of effort hook, put like, into ugh. like, the only time I ever see people with a candy cane is if it's a teenager and they're trying to make it look like some sort of weird prison shank. <laughs> you know, they make it that point at the uh-huh. end. I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've done it too, but <laughs> it's a rite of passage. <laughs> Okay, wait, one more candy cane I feel thing. Like, I feel like you do that when you do that weird S symbol thing that everybody did in the uh-huh. night. Yeah, anyway. One more candy cane thing, because now I'm remembering, and then I'll let you go. Sure. Um, another tradition of my father's, because he actually enjoys peppermint quite a bit, is he would get one of those giant, like, maybe a foot long. It would be, it's a rod. Yeah. It's but like it's like a... very thick candy cane. He just has one of those almost every year. And he actually, like. He breaks it into pieces and eats it. Wow. He is that person. Huh. He I'll eats candy canes. I'll just grab some of that, crack it, put it on top of my hot cocoa. It's fine. Why? I don't feel like peppermint and chocolate mix for him. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think just he's... don't think that's his thing? I don't think so. Okay. Huh. And I could be like, what's this fancy stuff doing in my hot chocolate? Right. Now, yeah. this looks really long, but it's the <laughs> biggest type. It's like the... Uh, the elderly print books. You know what I'm talking about? The big print books. For people who can't see. Like uh, My First Bible. And it's yeah, got pictures. Actually, right. Yeah, where it's like 24 point type. Giant. All right. Tis that special time of year when grumpy assholes jump in the opportunity to make a controversy out of nothing. A controversy, if you will. Yes. Coining a new word. It's great. It could be a paper copy mug. It could be, oh, I'm sorry, paper coffee cup, a holiday commercial. Uh, that X-Mass is taking Christ out of Christmas. Uh, the answer to that, by the way, is no, because that's centuries old, and it's a respectable way to abbreviate Christmas. Just, you know, whatever. Um, should you say happy holidays or merry Christmas? Well, the answer to that is say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Just be kind this year. Be kind. Rewind. Right. But nothing is off limits to these bored assholes. Um, they have to make something out of nothing because they have nothing. <laughs> so what fresh holiday bullshit controversy did this year bring? A song. Oh, that's right. Uh, the articles about the song Baby It's Cold Outside have become internet clickbait controversy gold this year. Have you heard about this? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm well, yeah. well versed in the thoughts on that song. My oh, thoughts on my the God. song are that it's fucking annoying. Right. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Um, so there, for those who don't know, but you all know, cause people you work with talk and they read whatever. Yeah. You always get that on one Facebook. woman that's like, I was scrolling through the Facebook, the Facebook. She still says the Facebook. And I looked on refinery29.com. <laughs> I was reading Jezebel. <laughs> I saw this thing on Ranker. All right. Which I'm not talking shit out of. My friend Susan shared this post from her son who goes to school with your cousin. (laughs) 
And then they don't know how to save women. the link, so when they're trying to bring it up, they got to scroll through their entire wall, Holy which is shit. just a bunch of like police badges and missing dogs and like <laughs> those memes with like Care Bears on them and minions. Yeah, we all know that woman. All right. Anyway, so there are radio stations that are not going to play it this year, and that's one hundred percent their choice, guys. All right. They find the song problematic in today's current political climate and more and have decided to omit it from the playlist. Oh. All right. Now we have to be okay with it. All right. That's all I'm saying. Cause radio stations facilitate a listening experience. If that's not what they're going to play, they're just calm the fuck down. Not a big deal. As a matter of fact, I feel like if it was never reported on, I doubt anyone would have fucking noticed because there's so much goddamn Christmas music out there. All right. That's my point. All right. So, while I do think the song's annoying, I also think it's supposed to be, for some, it's just fun and playable, you know, playful thing. Uh, when I hear the song, especially the version of the from the 1949 romantic comedy, Neptune's Daughter, for which it won an Academy Award for Best Song. Holy shit. It's about the hijinks of a new couple. Oh, I'm sorry. No, in this case, two couples. Uh, the song was written in the early 40s and sold to MGM for the, for the movie. And in the movie, the thing is sung by two couples. The first half depicts the song, uh, depicts a man trying to convince a woman to stay. And she finds reasons to stay longer, but it's kind of on the fence about it. And then the second half is sung by another couple, but it's role reversal. Oh. So she's trying to get him to stay, and he's like, oh, you know. She's like, I want that dick. Yep. <clears throat> really, the song's about two thirsty people. And he says, I mean, let's, let's I really be real. am gay. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always make me lose my place on this Sorry. shit? Uh, okay. So really, I mean, if you really think about it, it's two thirsty couples and the fact that like attraction is kind of complicated because if you read it lyrically, that's really what it is. Um, you kind of want to see where things go. We've all been there. Yeah. You know, you want to see where things go, but also not feel like you made it, made a mistake taking a chance with the person. Yeah. We've all fucking been there. So if anything, ban the song because you hate that you can relate to it. And how vulnerable you feel when you hear the song. <laughs> Especially if you're in a new relationship and you're excited about things and then you get fucking ghosted. <laughs> That's why you should think that song should be banned. No, Maybe it just saying. bothers them because it's not happening to them. When they're like, I'm, I'm going to sure. go. And the person they're with just like, okay, drive safe. Right. So you can actually make any Christmas song problematic if you try. Okay. So, okay. So I'm going to provide some examples. Provide you, Adam. With some examples that I created to illustrate a point, which seemed like a bit of a reach on some of them. Oh, I'm here for it, though. But this is how internet garbage flourishes. You just plant a little seed that barely has anything and just watch it grow into bullshit. Real quick before the game. Do, sure. you, do you remember in Indianapolis, right around the Red Cup controversy when we were in Indianapolis? Yeah. And we went into Starbucks and I said, give me that Red Cup everyone's so pissed off about. <laughs> And the barista gave, like, the hardest eye roll ever. Like, okay. <laughs> right? That's so funny. I would love that in the biggest red cup you have. Thank you. <laughs> I love venti. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So now I'm ready for the All game. Right. Oh, okay. So in true podcast fashion, but less intelligent, in this less intelligent BuzzFeed format, um, I'm going to give you the description. So hold all answers until the end of the description. You ready? The description of a song that could be problematic. Yeah, I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read you my description, and you're gonna guess what what song it is. Okay. Okay. But really, I just think I'm doing one of those like uh, honest trailers. Yeah. So it's not so much like I'm trying to make it controversial because I tried that and I was like, 
Ooh, that's I feel icky saying that, so I'm not going to. <laughs> Out of the Grinch till Christmas, he killed your mom. That's right. <laughs> it's promoting killing and the destruction of Christmas and Christianity. <laughs> Here's my description. My honest trailer description. That's what we'll go with. Okay. Okay. So, a lonely woman is so thirsty that she wants to seduce a home invader. Santa baby. Yes. Correct. All right. Oh, wait. Did you hear about the controversy about that song? No. Michael Bublé recorded it. Oh, yes. And he changed the words so that it wasn't like he was like trying to seduce Santa and people were pissed as hell. Uh-huh. And I'm like, so here's the thing, Michael Wublay. Maybe just don't fucking sing that song. Yeah, maybe you just pass on it. Yeah, you just go, I don't need to sing this song. It's, you know, whatever. Anyways. No. More Besides, what's the, what's the wrong with that? Yeah, what's so Michael? wrong with you being turned on by Santa? There is a whole community of gay men that love men who look like Santa. There's uh, And thank God collection. for them, because I would be single. <laughs> Except I can't grow a beard, and I'm certainly not jolly. No. I look terrible in red. Anyways. These are all true statements, but I've just never really had the strength or courage to tell you, Adam. You don't have to tell me what I already know. That's right. That's friendship. Or should I say what I already know? No, no. <laughs> because you're not jolly. That one no, didn't quite land like a sleigh on a no, roof. No, no, What? I said that one didn't quite God land like you. a sleigh on a roof. Geek. I love it. All right. Next one. All right. This song is problematic because it makes fun of a child's self-esteem and makes fun of speech impediment. Um, I said some of these are a bit of reach. Um, speech impediment. Yeah. Um, that child maybe has one Christmas wish that can make him feel more accepted. People would stop staring at him. He can pronounce things correctly. Um, a hip, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas? No. The Christmas shoes? The... St- <laughs> Oh God! That, sh- that song is is the opposite of controversy. Wow, it's awful. It's you know my mom would turn that shit up. That's terrible. And just love. Hey kid, sorry you're poor. Here's the money for your mom's shoes, but never mind your other problems. Did you ever see when they turned it into a fucking Hallmark or whatever movie? No. The Christmas show- shoes that they cho- chose. Okay, no. everyone listening. You should Google what the Christmas shoes look like in that story because they are ugly AF. <laughs> and it's like, no mom would be happy. No. Okay, she'd so. Be pissed. She's like, a where's lisp, my... And they want one thing. Well, they technically want two things. Two things. Oh, uh, two front teeth. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, this song makes light of bullying and only through impressing the alpha male and saving the day gains acceptance. Uh, it's Rudolph. That's right. Can we talk about how it casually looks like I wet myself because this glass is defrosting on my leg? <laughs> Just a casual pee. No big deal. <laughs> no. Just podcasting. Did I pee, pee myself? No problem. Um, oh, damn. Okay. This one This one was really good. It's not. Um, <laughs> promotes unrealistic requests in children and hinders their development and advocates bratty behavior. Uh, promotes the collecting and owning of exotic animals. <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> um, is okay. a hippopotamus exotic? I mean, I, mean, I guess not, it's not a dog. It's not a domestic animal. So. Boy, my drink's kicking in. <laughs> good. good. That's I'm not really sure a hippopotamus is exotic, Derek. <laughs> you can put a leash on it. It's fine. 
Side note, that's I terrible. I, okay, I could ramble right. on about all this shit. Sorry. <laughs> Makes light of a geriatric woman uh, that has had too much to drink, forgot her medication, didn't listen to her family, and then, then isn't found until the next morning. Uh, grandma got run over by a reindeer. That's right. well, I um, haven't heard that now, one this year. The most alarming line in this song is that, uh, and I quote, is an incriminating claws marks on her back. Oh. That implies. Claws or claws? Claws. Like Santa was getting it. Uh-huh. It sounds like. I mean, sometimes it's, when it's rough, you just got to grab the person's back and scratch. What? This is about assault. <laughs> she had deer hooves on her forehead. She, we don't know her. if she took her medication or not. It sounds like it's know. an irresponsible family. Kind of a little bit. Whatever. The goose is on the table. It's all good. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, this one was a bit of a reach, but I thought I would really uh, try anyway. Okay. So a boy is told to travel. Feels bad about not having a gift. Hopes that uh, the skill that he has, Jesus will enjoy. And then the fucking animals kept time completely upstaging your shit. The little drummer boy. That's right. I don't like that song. And it makes people feel bad about being poor. Yeah, it does. Poor boy, too. Okay. Yeah. Glad you're meeting. Is he from a poor family? They (laughs) both. Sparing his life. Never mind. We'll not do that. Um, <laughs> okay, a child sees what he thinks is his mother committing adultery. Really, <laughs> it's his parents. It's really his parents into some holiday role play. The kid will need therapy because not only did he see this, but Santa isn't supposed to be seen. So his creepy parents wanted him to see it. Super gross song. Uh, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Gross. All right. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. This is the last one. All right. A woman with stalker tendencies is so consumed with having some dude to herself that she's willing to throw out all of her regular Christmas traditions. Fuck everything. If she can't have them, no one will. It promotes unhealthy, obsessive behavior, and the song needs to be stopped. Wait, give me that one one more time. Okay. A woman with stalker tendencies is so consumed with having some dude to herself that she's willing to throw out all of her regular Christmas traditions. Just say fuck everything if I can't have him. I basically don't want anything. It promotes unhealthy, obsessive behavior. I'm going to guess based on someone you hate. Maybe. I'm going to guess all I want for Christmas is you. Yep, it is. It needs to be stopped. It's awful. It needs to be. I mean, it's just, it's bad. That song invented ghosting. You see somebody that re- acts the way that that song plays, you just stop talking to him. <laughs> so that's my my Christmas game. Okay. We're all done. I appreciate Happy that. Happy holidays. This has been uh, Mickey Rooney in a few minutes. Can you tick, remember? Tick, 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 tick. What? I, it's my, I should say, it's my favorite <laughs> Christmas song, and I don't fucking remember. The song Last Christmas by Wham? Mm-hmm. Is that like a I happy was... song? or? No. But I love that song so it's, much. I think it's. I don't about, know where I'm going I, with this. I really think that uh, that song is really about. Because uh, I did read the lyrics to that one too, and I was like, "Oh, that's just kind of sweet." It's kind of like being stronger than you were last year and mm. moving on. And I do like that one. But some motherfucker like was dumped. What's that? Do you ever listen to Christmas songs on the radio and try to change no. the lyrics so that they're nope. dirty? Like, uh, oh, Santa that, yeah, no, Claus that. is coming inside. <laughs> Santa Claus is banging your mom. Santa Claus is banging your mom. Santa Claus is coming 
inside. I'm going to pretend that I don't relate to that, but that's a fucking lie because I definitely do. I love making fun of Christmas songs. Chibi Turning any song dirty is just the best. It is. Um, oh, well, we, speaking of that. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I have another Christmas thing that's raunchy after you. Okay. Okay. Well, no, this one isn't a Christmas song, so you can go first. Okay. So Nathan and I, <laughs> God, this is so disturbingly graphic, but hilarious. I don't know how we got on the topic, but we decided that Pornhub should have their own Christmas originals like Hallmark. And Perfect. this one is um, Merry Fistmas. <laughs> we got to see if it'll so fit in the chimney. <laughs> just fit in that bag. The Mary Poppins bag. <laughs> that bag will take I all I wish of you it. a Merry Fistmas. It's and perfect. a happy new colon. Because <laughs> you're going to need it. You're, you will definitely you need, will need it. it. You're going to have some problems. Fistmas. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that's, that. Uh, that's all. Never mind. I'll actually tell you my thing like off, okay. off podcast because it's not it's not that funny. So Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. New Year. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Oh, any- yeah. Thank you. Uh, those listeners in Florida didn't know we have had Yeah. Them. That's down really in the Sunshine cool. State. Yeah. Thank you. You're the best. Everyone for tuning in. Do you have anything else? No, I'm. Okay. I feel like I wore out my welcome. And remember, uh, this year for Christmas, instead of eggnog, try a breast milk white Russian. Spagrass. Breast milk (laughs) eggnog. Oh, no. None of that. (laughs) Oh, so thick and creamy. Stop, stop. Stop. I haven't stopped recording yet. I don't care. (laughs)